Hello and welcome to Discovering Jazz. My name's Larry Sademan, and in this program, we all discover jazz, old and new, together by listening to a wide array of selections, exploring different jazz styles and topics related to jazz, we'll learn more about what it is, what it isn't, how it's developed, and what we can listen for to enhance our experience. For the next 60 minutes, discovering jazz. In jazz and on this program, you hear a few different instruments played by such amazing players. There's many different kinds of saxophones, piano and keyboards, various percussion instruments, guitar, bass, trumpet, and I realize that I've never featured any one instrument on any particular program, so it's time to change that. I have ideas for at least one program on jazz bassists, and I had to plan. I had planned at one time to do one on drummers, and still plan on doing that. And some of the greatest innovators, such as Charlie Parker and John Coltrane, have been saxophonists. But today, for the first jazz instrument to be featured on a Discovering Jazz program, ta-da! The French horn. Not a jazz instrument, you say? Well, listen to this. Thank you. 
That's French hornist Giovanni Hoffer, a recording from 2010 of Cole Porter's I Love You, with David Brillante on guitar and Mirko Scarcia on bass. I realize that we don't generally think of the French horn as a jazz instrument. I played a borrowed French horn for a number of years when I was living in the B.C. Okanagan, and I take it to blues jams and to the wonderful swing camp in Sorrento, B.C., where the great saxophonist and all-round nice guy, Tom Keenleyside, would allow me to be part of the horn ensemble, even giving me the occasional, and I mean very occasional, solo, which I'd always mess up in some creative manner. I'll talk a bit about the history of the French horn and its role in jazz shortly, but first, some more music. From 1957, a nine-piece group led by French hornist and arranger John Graz, spelled G-R-A-A-S. It includes some well-known jazz musicians such as drummer Shelley Mann. Listen to this short piece called Flip Tip and noticed not just the great French horn solo, but how the French horn stands out in the ensemble playing the John Grass Nonette. <laughs> Thank you. 
the John Graz Nonet. If you've never seen a French horn, I invite you to look it up, up online. It's a weird-looking instrument with lots of tubing and a fairly small mouthpiece. It's most often tuned in F, sometimes B-flat. What that means is that if you're playing an F horn, a piano C would be a French horn F. Although it's called the French horn in English, the instrument as we know it today actually came from Germany. It's considered to be one of the hardest instruments to play, partly because of the skill needed in developing the lip, the breath control, and the fact that the notes feel closer together than on other brass instruments, and it's very easy to miss or crack a note. The first time that I ever heard the French horn in jazz was hearing a man named David Amram, who had come to various folk festivals, bringing along his French horn and playing some pure jazz, and he has played with some of the best jazz musicians. Here's a tune that Amram wrote for an Arthur Miller play in 1963 called After the Fall. It starts with David Amram on piano, followed by Pepper Adams and Jerry Dodgian exchanging solos on baritone and alto sax. Then comes the fairly long and interesting French horn solo from David Amram. Then there's Sam Brown on guitar. But one thing about that French horn solo is that great classical French hornists really expand the range of the French horn by playing some incredibly high notes, notes I could never even come close to playing. But Amram expands it by playing some incredibly low notes. Give a listen to Waltz from After the Fall, David Amram.
Isn't that interesting? From David Amram's 1979 album, No More Walls. Now, I want to play you something by one of the best known of the contemporary jazz French hornists, a man named Vincent Chancy. He even made this year's downbeat critics poll for Rising Star Miscellaneous Instrument, as did Tom Varner. Here's one from 1993 called Barefoot Bahian Girl, Vincent Chancy.
Vincent Chancy on French horn with David Gilmore on guitar, Kevin Bruce Harris on bass, and Ronnie Barrage on drums, Barefoot Bahian Girl. Today on Discovering Jazz, I'm talking about the French horn and illustrating its value as a jazz instrument. Let's play something a bit more relaxed and mellow now. Many jazz fans are familiar with the Mitchell Ruff duo, who recorded a whole album with Dizzy Gillespie, and Willie Ruff played bass and French horn as part of this duo. Here he is with guitarist Joe Pisano, playing horn and doing some vocals on a tune called The Drifter, from 1970. Thank mm-hmm. you. 
Willie Ruff on French horn and vocals with guitarist Joe Pisano. Now for something more modern sounding. The Mark Taylor Quartet from 2009 with Mark Taylor on French horn, Thomas Fujera on drums, Keith Woody bass, and Chris Dingman on vibes. This is Cypher.
Hildemart Taylor Quartet. Okay, let's switch things a bit and talk a bit about some of the earlier history of French horn use in jazz. It is stated that the Claude Thornhill Orchestra was one of the first big bands to employ French horns, and this was starting in about 1940. He had two French hornists supplying the harmony, but I don't believe that they took any solos. And one of his most prominent arrangers was Gil Evans, who later became known for arranging Miles Davis's Birth of the Cool sessions in the late 1940s. Here is the Claude Thornhill Orchestra. I don't know the exact date, but it was recorded at some point in the 1940s, and Gil Evans was the arranger. Their lovely version of Polka Dots and Moonbeams. Staying with big band and getting a bit closer to actual jazz, the Miles Davis Nonette. In the mid-1940s, Miles contributed to the founding of bebop through his work with Charlie Parker. Then he suddenly changed directions, and this direction contributed to the influence of classical music in jazz, the birth of the cool, which is what the compilation album from that period was named, and he employed various French horn players. The last one was Gunther Schuller, 
who is generally credited as being the founder of what is called third stream music, which amalgamates classical and jazz. Here is a recording with Gunther Schuler's French horn as part of the orchestra and a singer named Eddie Haygood. Darn That Dream from 1950. Miles Davis, no net. Darn that dream I dream each night You say you love me And you hold me tight But when I awake You're out of sight that dream Darn your lips Darn your eyes They lift me high above the starry skies Then I tumble out of mind of mine it can't understand that you don't care just to change the mood I'm in I'd welcome a nice old nightmare darn that dream and bless it too Without that dream I never would have you But it haunts me and it won't come true Oh darn Miles Davis, believe it or not, from 1950, with Eddie Hay good vocal, and in the background, the French horn of Gunther Schuller. And today, featuring the French horn on Discovering Jazz. Next, for a 
rather abrupt transition is a track from an album from 1993 called Il Sueno by a French hornist named John Clark. The playing on this, particularly on John Clark's solo, is so fluid that it's hard to believe that this is a French horn and not a valve trombone. The tune is called Meredita.
that's French hornist John Clark with Kenwood Dinad doing some pretty interesting drumming. Jerome Harris on guitar and Anthony Jackson bass. I mentioned earlier that as well as Vincent Chancy being acknowledged for his French horn work on the latest Downbeat Magazine critics poll, so was Tom Varner. So let me end today's Discovering Jazz episode on the French horn with some of his playing. It's a tune written by trumpeter Don Cherry. It's called Elephantasy. It's got Tom Varner on French horn, Tony Malaby, tenor sax, Cameron Brown is on bass, Matt Wilson drums. This is from a 2002 release called Second Communion. This is Larry Sademan saying bye for now. Discovering Jazz is a podcast presented thanks to Peterborough Independent Podcasters and Apple Podcasts. (laughs) 